If I had a crystal ball, I would have used it. I would have used it that time in Colorado when I slid into a tree, breaking my arm in three places and dislocating my shoulder. It would have been great to know the future, so I could have avoided all that excruciating pain. I would have used it that time I voiced a contrarian opinion in a meeting with the then CEO of CBS, Les Moonves, and my then boss reamed me a new asshole for going against the tide. It would have been great to know that that misstep laid the grounder for our relationship to collapse. I would have used it the time I accidentally hit reply all, or the time I wore a really cute, sleek cocktail dress to a business casual event, or the time I made a snarky comment to someone about someone, not realizing that they were best friends with that someone I was being snarky about. So yeah, if I had a crystal ball, I would have used it to avoid all my accidents, missteps, mistakes, and failures. Hey everyone, I'm Laverne McKinnon and welcome to Moonshot Mentor, where I provide tools and insights to support your career growth, including grief work. Today, I'm talking about how to navigate life's unexpected twists and turns with grace and resilience. I offer up a great tool, the permission slip, to help you adapt to unforeseen challenges. It's really all about accessing self-compassion as a method to achieving your goals, even when the crystal ball remains out of reach. I so wish I had a crystal ball earlier this year when I made a timetable for getting the first draft of my book about disenfranchised grief completed by December 31st. It seemed really doable when I mapped it out on paper, allotting time to research, ponder, outline, draft. I even accounted for the time I thought I was going to be out producing my first movie and wouldn't be able to write. I shared my timetable with a few friends because I'm someone who values saying what I do and doing what I say. It's a kind of North Star that holds me accountable. But each time I say I'm going to do something and then I don't do it, boy, do I beat myself up. I'm like an asshole NFL coach who screams so hard at his player, spittle comes out of his mouth while he throws his headset on the ground and stomps around having a temper tantrum. I am that vicious and unforgiving. So I felt this asshole coach energy rear its mean gremlin head when I recently realized I was not going to meet my first draft deadline. As I started to process the failure, check out last week's blog to find out more, the asshole gremlin started screaming, no excuses, no excuses, no excuses. But I held my own with the gremlin and I worked through processing my failure in these three steps. Number one, I left judgment at the door. Number two, I assessed the situation in which the misstep occurred by identifying the steps required to succeed. And then three, I worked through these steps methodically to determine where things fell apart and where the growth opportunity lied. Very simply, and in super broad strokes, the steps required for me to write my book. Have an idea that I'm passionate about that fills a need. Check. Carve out time in my calendar to research, outline, and write the book. Check. Conduct research. In fairness, this step was broken down into a lot of smaller steps, but for today's purposes, I'm just going to say check, outline, and actually write the book. Okay, no check here. So what happened? I have to go back to the second step of scheduling time. This is where things fell apart. Time is a critical resource, and it became limited because of several unexpected events. I was spending an inordinate amount of time dealing with our insurance company over damage that was done to our home from those really severe wind and rainstorms early 2023. 
As a result of the insurance company challenges, I spent time coordinating inspections and forensics engineers and various experts who needed to inspect our property. Then my little dog, Rue, had health issues. On a positive note, our youngest daughter joined the Mammoth Ski Team. That process required time to visit the lodge, conduct research on equipment rentals and lodging for the winter season, filling out applications, et cetera, et cetera. And then to put a cherry on top of a tonnage of unexpected events, I experienced technical issues and a steep learning curve while updating my website and onboarding a new customer relationship management tool. Not only were each of these things time-consuming, they also took a toll on my mental and emotional health. I needed time to rest and recover. So yeah, if I had a crystal ball and knew what the future held, I would have mapped out my book writing timetable a little differently, or a lot. I know I'm not alone in forgetting to account for the unexpected. I lead an accountability group and this very topic arises all the time. Here are some examples of the unexpected. The goal is to shoot a short film. The unexpected is the videographer gets COVID the day before production. The goal is to get a promotion within two years. The unexpected is your boss leaves the company and you lose your advocate. The goal is to pitch your project to Netflix. And this happens to me all the time. The unexpected is a change to their creative mandate and they no longer want to hear the idea. The hard truth is that when we're in the process of achieving a goal, events that we don't anticipate will happen. Things rarely go as planned. A tool that I found to help with this problem is the permission slip. A permission slip grants authorization for something out of the ordinary to occur. Remember when you were in middle school and your parents signed a permission slip for you to go on a field trip? So very fun. When I work with clients and we're mapping on a strategic plan to achieve a goal, we break it down into small measurable steps. The smaller the better so the client feels at least 80% confident that it's achievable. And then we estimate which steps can be accomplished in the coming two weeks so we can track and assess progress. One of the keys to not losing confidence in achieving your goal is to write a permission slip. It's to literally say it's okay to not work on the tasks in the designated time slots when certain events happen. For example, a doctor's appointment or a family commitment. Here's a pro tip. Put commitments into your calendar so you can use it as a tool for time management while goal setting. And then we write another permission slip for the unexpected because as much as we'd like to have a crystal ball, we don't. Unavoidable events are going to pop up that impact our ability to complete a task. Acknowledging the unexpected requires the creation of breathing room. This means that your timetable to achieving a goal is not so rigid and so tight that there's no room for grace. Now, women and overachievers especially suffer when they miss self-imposed deadlines or step outside of their routines or structures. Social constructs frequently dictate that they accommodate new data, responsibilities, and challenges, and still maintain what they were already committed to. Trying to balance the expected along with the unexpected stretches them too thin and they lose steam and confidence. So here's the bottom line. I know you'd use a crystal ball too if you could predict the future and avoid being stretched too thin, making mistakes, and failing. Since that's not possible, use the next best thing, a permission slip. It allows you to plan for both the expected and the unexpected. Granting yourself grace allows you to show up for whatever is important in the moment with your focus, talent, and passion. And that's a really, really good thing. Okay, time for some journal prompts. What goal or task are you working on over the next two weeks? 
What do you anticipate might arise that would slow or stop you from completing the task? What accommodations do you need to make to still complete the task? Or maybe you need to move the timeline. Will you write yourself a permission slip, granting yourself grace if the unexpected arises in the next two weeks that changes your timeline? I'd love to hear your thoughts, so please drop me a comment. If you enjoy what you hear, please subscribe. Your subscription helps me continue to provide tools and insights to support your career growth, including the importance of grief work. Want to work with me? I offer private coaching sessions as well as in-person and virtual group work. So you can reach out at lavernemckinnon.com and we can set up a time to talk and you get a complimentary consultation. I will see you next week.